Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Caleb Sin of Social Bloom, now socialbloom.io. You can check him out online. He does lead generation for SaaS businesses. Thank you so much, Caleb, for being on the show. Yeah, I'm really excited, man. So, Caleb, what is it like in the SaaS space right now, specifically with lead generation? Why are you focusing on SaaS companies? I am very curious to learn more. Yeah, so a lot of software companies make a lot of their money from enterprise deals. And a lot of those come out from, you know, direct outreach, almost like SDR functions. You know, we kind of want to replace that and outsource it so it's not as expensive and risky. Right. So I have a question for you specifically with those enterprise deals. I have worked with pretty massive brands to do SDRs as a service for them. So we'll put together sales teams. And one of the things we always come up against, and it's actually why We've closed big accounts, but it's been kind of a struggle for us to break into the enterprise fully is because they have consistently chosen to go with outsourced labor as opposed to in the States. And we had a team that was specifically in the States. We recently have now options for outsourced labor if they want outsourced labor. So we've been able to keep larger clients paying like eight grand a month plus on those SDRs contracts and things like that. Have you experienced the same thing or like who are you? What's your biggest struggle when you're trying to go into the enterprise? I feel like it, it varies company to company because some companies might just want the cheapest option while some companies want like someone to come in there and really build a full structure out to scale off of. And some people already have that structure and they just want really talented people in there. I feel like it comes right. down to like budget and their goal, honestly. But you know, usually the people that we're working with, they're kind of like, They've got funding, for example, or they're ready to go to the market or to market, but they don't have any plan in place for outbound, but they really right. want people in there. Are, do you have people who are in the States working on the accounts or are they people in other countries? Yeah, it's all over. It's, that's a great yeah. question. So I was talking to like one of, uh, one of our guys today, actually, and like, we don't, we don't go based off of like where the cheapest person is or anything. It's just where the best of the best when it comes to outbound or like specialized right. people with deliverability, copywriting. We bring them on if, if they're good, you know, no matter where they are. And what are the size contracts you typically close? I mean, when you're working with an enterprise, are they in the tens of thousands per month? Uh, or have you broken into the six figures per month yet? Month to month, it's usually going to be anywhere from like 3,500 to 15,000 a month. It's a decent range, but I really like closing the longer term, like uh, contracts up front and getting it that way. So they're kind of, you know, locked in, which is nice. And what do you do to get those longer term contracts up front? I mean, is it like a lockdown contract length or is it getting the money to be paid up front for six months to a year? Money up front. Yeah. Money up front. Those are the ones I like, but not everyone does it. Obviously it's just up front. <laughs> so yeah. wait, you're closing when you're closing money up front. I mean, for how, how much money is the money up front typically? Usually it's going to be like anywhere 10 to 30, but that's like, you know, three months, for example. So it's not that long, but it's, chunk of time to get them results to renew how do you get them to pay 30 grand up front let's say how would you do that yeah it's 
a lot of trust needs to be built. It's usually not just one, at least from my experience, like one meeting and done. It's kind of built up to that point and almost it's not fulfillment before the deal is closed, but it's for, like fulfillment on a game plan before the deal is closed so that both of yeah. us can visualize it. Yeah. So a lot of people, including myself, will, you know, get this question from clients on lead generation services. They'll say, how do you guarantee results or how do you get results specifically because lead generation is at least people think that it's always immediate and always giving results right away. What do you say to that when somebody says, yeah. what can I expect in the first month or week? Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's common, right? Uh, I just tell them the truth. Like, I can't guarantee anything. We definitely yeah. have averages and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's um, we go based off our averages and it definitely takes a month, month and a half to optimize. Yeah. So how do you think about arbitrage when it comes to the actual price of these of the labor that's doing the work, right? I've talked to some $10 million plus agencies and they always target 67% gross margins as, and then sometimes as low as 50% gross margins on the actual talent. What do you guys aim for when it comes to the labor execute on the service and then the actual cost to the customer? Yeah. So we have a really cookie cutter system down for that. Unlike like some agencies are kind of flowy in that area, deal to deal. But we have like a very cookie cutter system for that. And I, don't know, I guess it depends on the package, but we definitely don't want to go more than charging like half of what the cost to fulfill is. Yeah. Right. Okay. And where do you see the biggest opportunity with these? I mean, is it full enterprise lead gen for the next five years or do you, are you planning to pivot? I know a lot of people, including myself, like I got into software development over the last 12 months. I built the software, I've scaled it. Are you thinking along the lines of software or do you see another opportunity in the services space or is it something more broad, like an ecosystem where there's both software and services included? Yeah, I think it would be cool. I've thought about doing some sort of software um, and tying it in with like our service. Yeah. But ultimately, like my main goal would be um, just getting really talented people to outsource different departments for companies that need help in areas, not just like the SDR function, but, you know, the AE function, the sales reps as well and building off onto that to provide that as well and other departments as well too. Right. And then I'm curious too, do you, I mean, how many contracts or clients do you currently have right now? I mean, if they're enterprise, I mean, do you have like a couple dozen, five, 10, hundred, like where are you yeah. guys at right now? We're, we're fairly new because we've only been around for like two years. So we have about 25 right now. It flights, you know, I would say 25 to 30, but yeah. So you're doing somewhere around 60 to hundred and 50 or $200,000 per month, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends obviously on the package, but anywhere from about 50 plus. Per month. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. fantastic, man. It's the first hurdle, obviously. How do you get yourself? I'm assuming if you're, if you're doing around that price point, you're probably still heavily involved in sales or, or yeah. maybe not. How do you, how do you get yourself out? And also another critical question, I guess would be, if you already have a process down for closing these contracts with enterprise, why not just put somebody that you have for these enterprises onto your own team and then just have them book meetings for you and then just autopilot this, right? Yeah. What, what's the answer to that? That's such a good, I mean, I think about that all the time, right? Because we do have one AE and like, I still do a lot of the sales and I don't know if you ever truly, I don't know, because I haven't gotten past that point yet. So I guess yeah. I'll see. But I feel like you never truly get out of the sales cycle of, you know, whether you're doing the demo or actually building systems, but no, I've thought about that as well as like throwing them in, but 
I feel like that might confuse people if they're doing too much, you know? Right. It definitely, I've definitely experienced the same thing. So we've, we've worked with massive brands too. And uh, we did the same thing where we had them do a little bit of outbound for us and a little bit of enterprise stuff. What I've seen with the large accounts we've worked with, for instance, there's a big company in our, in our membership that uh, they're doing about $6 million per year. They have dedicated people that just focus on one thing. So like they just do outbound prospecting for their company. They don't do prospecting for a client and prospecting for the company. They just focus on one or the other. Uh, And one interesting thing I didn't know until recently, and this is kind of why I went on this quest of trying to find all these different agencies to work with, is um, I found out from them that to get to $6 million a year in sales, you only need three account executives. Um, And that was a big aha moment for me because I thought you needed more people to get to that revenue number. But you really don't. You you just need every AE to produce $2 million in sales and be responsible for $2 million. And you're good. That's six mil right there. So like my agency right now, last year we did 1.72. This year we're going to, I mean, we're already on pace for over three. But like the cool thing, what I'm most excited about is I don't need to hire another sales rep. You know, I have the three and a half kind of AEs that are just fully end to end and are closing. Um, but I didn't hire another one, you know, I'd rather be in that position than having to hire a lot of talent, you know? So it's interesting to see like how you're thinking about it too. And looks like we've kind of been in a similar situation with these enterprise, uh, SDRs. So, yeah, yeah. It's definitely just like for me so far, it's been like building. And then if it fails, like figure out why and then rebuild or if it works, it works. So that's kind of how I've been going about it. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think about like, what tools do you use for this? I mean, are you using like a uh, email? Are you having to manually reach out with email and cold calling and LinkedIn outreach? Or do you use like um, semi-automated tools? We have only ever used woodpecker.co. So that's who we do for the actual emailing. I love woodpecker.co. They're great. I actually just, uh, so I originally heard about woodpecker.co by reverse engineering. I've heard of sales process. So like Nick Cosman. I've not, no. Okay. Well he used it and he got to like, million per month pretty quickly. And um, uh, he did say that he moved away from it, but I don't know. I couldn't verify whether he did or didn't, or he just said he was thinking about it. I never knew him personally. I just saw all the stuff. And um, I actually recently think I might start using it because I use GMAS right now. Um, And we've gotten to the point where we have like one rep managing five different email accounts, sending out messages for every single one every day. So that way it's like distributed across multiple. And then also sending out like 10 to 25 automated emails per day per email account. And then I'm just monitoring everything through send and blue. But I did just recently come across Woodpecker and I might just move everything to there. Cause it sounds like, it sounds like Woodpecker's does Woodpecker send everything through its own shared IP or does it send it through? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the nice thing about it is I believe so. At least again, I'm not like the smartest when it comes to like IPs, honestly, but they're super solid if you're looking for like lead gen emails versus like that's what they dedicate their work to their craft so they have like a lot of great resources you know warming up tools inside of their deliverability tools which helps out a lot too hi this is lucas james are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency i'll tell you what when i first started i had the same issue but i was able to a b test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me i've mastered this approach and now my agency twiz books meetings on autopilot Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. 
I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. What's your structure when it comes to these AEs? I mean, do you have like a quota you have them hit every day? Is it like 50 calls, 100 calls? Like, how, what do you do? Yeah, that's great. Because when we, I just recently brought in AEs for the first time, like um, December. So it's it's still fresh kind of, right? So right. I went into it, not I don't want to say blindly, but I had a system because I can close um, and it was great, but I was getting tired because like, you know, I have all these meetings per day and it took away a lot from my bandwidth. So I brought them in um, Two, one of them's not with us anymore because I didn't need to. But no, it's kind of just having, I had him shadow me to learn like the company, like what, what we provide pretty much. And right. then he was able to use his skills because this isn't just some random guy. Like I want to make sure that he is an AE at, um, or he was at like other software companies. So he already understands, you know, a lot of that stuff. So he can come in and kind of, you know, intertwine that. But um, that's how I did it at least. So what does the day-to-day look like for somebody on the account for a client though? I mean, do you have people, you said across the world. So, I mean, do they have a daily schedule they follow or is it like a... Yeah. Every single person is specialized. So let's take like the SDR role, which is like responding to the inbound leads on email and booking them into the client's calendar. They basically have a set amount of um, client accounts. The zaps go into um, the Slack channel so they can see, hey, this person got a response. I now have to go in there and respond to them, book that meeting and let the client know. But ours depends because sometimes a client could actually be doing bad while one client could be crushing it with the amount of leads they're getting. So it could be a ghost town for that SDR or they could be working all day. Um, So it's only all over the place. Yeah. So you're running everything through Woodpecker and then when they respond, you still have to you still have to route that to the person's calendar and book it. You don't have them book it for, for you. Or no, for them. no, because we've actually seen a lower conversion rate if we just throw the calendar link in there versus asking them like, hey, is this worth exploring? Question mark. Because like, I mean, it depends. If you're trying to book a smaller prospect, like under a thousand employees, that might work. But you know, we're going for like very large companies. I mean, we booked like in the last month, Dropbox, Discord, Cloudera, Decision Makers. And we have to be really precise with how we do it. And so we just use that as a CTA and then kind of follow up with them. Okay, great. How does the next week look based on? Right. Yeah. So that's really, that's almost really your, your, your value add is your value add is that you're, you're involved still. You're still, you're the one who knows how to do this. You've done this for a lot of different SaaS companies. Now people trust you. They know that you're personally overseeing some of these as well. So uh, that's like the magic touch, right? A little bit is what you're giving people. Yeah. That's really interesting. I mean, that's, that's a really interesting model, but I mean, you must have, you must have gotten it down though to the point where you're still making good money on this. Otherwise you probably wouldn't be still doing it. Yeah. A little bit, right. So yeah, it's, it's pretty automated for the most part. Like you have, you're just hopping in every now and then uh, to respond or book or. I'm still pretty hands-on just cause I'm really growth focused. Yeah. So like if I make a lot one month, I want to put a lot of it back into like, that's how we've grown quite fast over because we weren't strictly email until about a year ago. Before that, we were a digital marketing agency. 
Yeah. Almost a year ago, we just switched to full email. Well, it's interesting because uh, have you heard of Belkins or Avidale? Yeah, yeah. Belkins, yeah. Okay, Belkins is obviously one that we come across a lot. And, you know, it's interesting that you guys haven't had any um, – well, I mean, I guess you do. So the thing is, you do have you you do have outsourced labor. You have a mix. You're mixed. You have yeah. outsourced. So that's that's what we've moved towards as well because we were getting killed on fully U.S. based labor because it was we just everyone like Belkins, Avidale, you guys now too. Like everybody yeah. is offering blended services with multiple people from around the world, and that's what's allowing them to get better results. And uh, that's something we we've recently shifted to. Uh, but yeah, email is just crazy. Like Belkins, uh, if you listen to the podcast with Nathan Latka uh, and having Belkins on the show, he talks about how they hit $6 million per year. They just launched a new software. They got to $180,000 per month with the new software within like seven, eight months, uh, which I mean, I'd love to see that happen with ours, uh, TBD. But like, anyways, he just, they've just crushed it. And yeah. it's all email. It's all email. All cool. And yeah. and that's where we've, we've seen success too, is people who can kill it on cold email and kill it on the phones. Yeah. are the best like period so um that's interesting yeah yeah i think and there's a lot of different like strategies to it too so it's not like like i wouldn't even consider them as a competitor either because there's so many different structures so like with these like science have you oh, yeah. Science? Yeah, yeah yeah that's like outsourced sales development it's not even it's like they put people on your team so yeah there's definitely yeah, I mean, it's we just started breaking into that market. So we were we we got our start uh, where we hit kind of like that larger level of scale was with LinkedIn lead generation and getting tons of Google Ads meetings through LinkedIn lead generation. But now we're starting to get almost predominantly entirely people searching for SDRs as a service, so like appointment setting. Uh, and then the contracts we're closing are like minimum three grand per month uh, for these bigger contracts with same ballpark. But figuring out how to do this from Google Ads has been the most game-changing thing but yeah i mean woodpecker is something i've been looking into that's a big one um but i mean maybe just as we wrap up here because i know i try to keep this short and sweet for the listeners but so it sounds like you're doing about 60 dollars per month in sales that's great congrats if you had a 10x your business in the next 12 months which i'm sure you're trying to grow you said you're growth focused if you had to get to six hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars a month or something around there what would you do over the next like 12 months to get there within the next 12 months just find the most talented people I can and put them on my team somewhere. I would say people smarter than me. Yeah. I love it. So find people, find people smarter than you. Uh, and then what's one thing, I don't know, maybe you are 20 right now. I'm not sure, but, uh, how, what, what would you, what's one thing you would do differently if when you were 20? I'm 22, so I'm close, but probably, uh, learn more, read more books on what I want to do. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, let's, what, what books do you recommend? Business books? Do you recommend? Yeah, actually, well, it's not a business book. I just started reading Power. I don't even know who it's by, but it's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. Another one that I just finished is All In. I still, I don't know the author of that one either, but it goes over like Elon Musk kind of autobiography. Oh, really? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta read that one. I've read, I've read a couple of different of his biographies. That sounds like a good one too. But this is really cool, man. Uh, it sounds like you definitely have nailed a lot of important things when it comes to scaling your agency. And uh, what is something that you have for the audience that you can you know, offer them? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of agencies who listen to this podcast. So is there any partnership offer you have for other agencies or any way they can connect with you or any reason they should connect with you? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're pretty good at um, calling an email. So if anyone needs help kind of in that area, we definitely can. And, you know, there's probably, uh, there definitely is room for partnerships on our end as well. Um, we need help in sectors too. So teaming up is always helpful. Awesome, man. Well, everybody listening, this is Caleb Sin with socialbloom.io. He has nailed enterprise SaaS sales. And if you are ever looking for a partner in that space to tackle the enterprise lead gen market, let's say you're a website development company or an SEO company, hit him up. You can find him at uh, socialbloom.io. Is there a contact form on there? They can hit you up. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it.